Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from Lincoln, America. Here's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. Husker Online, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. And longtime college football assistant coach, Bill Bush. I want to buy a couple ducks. I'm bringing two ducks to the office. This is Early Break. Morning, happy Wednesday to you, Steve Sipple. Still out in Hawaii. He'll be gone, I think, until uh, Monday. He comes back, I believe, Saturday or Sunday. Bill Bush here, Jake Sorens with you on early break. How's it going, Bill? Because there ain't any update on the Sipple throw. I'm glad. I am so glad that you asked. 35 and a hook. So if you if you didn't tune in yesterday for the show, uh, Bill had a good question. You know, hey, we saw Dylan Royola throw the ball. We heard he threw it 72 yards, and so okay. Sip's on a football Sip's field. Sip's out there. He's, Sip, he's, he's there. Sip is out there covering the Polynesian Bowl with huh. Sean Callahan. They're trying to get as much coverage as possible. They're not working the entire time. No. And, and this could be called work to ask Sip to throw a simple football. You give him a couple warm-up tosses. You get two attempts. The over-unders at 35 and a half yards. We want to wager on it. We, we do. I, I have told you I'm taking the under if the line is yes. at 35 and a half. I've taken the overs. You have. Um and, but Sean Callahan did post a tweet yesterday yeah. that was with Sip talking to Dylan Raiola. And I, I asked Sean, is there any update on the throw? Crickets. Nothing. 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 Oh, interesting. So yeah. that, that is to me, assumes that there's been no throw at all by yeah. Sip. So they're out there for a couple more days. You know, they're, they're, it's Wednesday. I think he comes back Saturday Breakers, or Sunday. do you want to see the throw contest? Let us know. Well, I, Let I us know I don't if you'd know like why to you see would. that. Because we could film it exactly the same way they filmed... Uh, Dylan Rayola throwing the ball. Could do it exactly the same. People kind of lined up on each side, kind of a kind of a tunnel made. Yes. In in with reporters. And then Sip has to make the throw. It's nothing to ask for. It's, it's yeah. not that much at all to ask no. for. Hey, it'd be, Sip, it'd can be you very throw a entertaining. For us? Yes, very entertaining. Can we get Sean? Can we get somebody to record video, which everyone has a phone these days? It's not hard to do that. This is a very, no. very simple, feasible ask here, right? One hundred. So we hope at some point the task is achieved by SIP. Yes. So we can see if if, our, if if the odds were at you know good line. At 35 and a half, that was a good number or not for the throw. We'd so, like to know. I'd like to know. I, I still I actually feel very confident in the under. I, I'm not trying to put SIP down at all. I don't think he throws the ball that much anymore. You know, you gotta get the old gear winded up wound up here. He's almost sixty he's years got, old. I think he's got one left in him. <laughs> I think he's got one left in him. <laughs> Do you think he gets over 35 and a half like to forty, pretty easily. Oh, I'm no oh, easy. No, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. You're not doubting it, him. Yeah, I'm saying he's a thirty-six. 30, walking okay, around. thirty-six yes. walking around there. Okay. Well, again, as of yesterday, it appeared the throw had not happened yet. So we'll see if it happens at some if point. We could next text Steve Sipple. Then right now it'd be uh, two a.m. or three a.m. We're not sure which one it is, but uh, please text him right now. We anticipate the throw. Yes. Yeah. We have heard a little bit from Sip. Finally, he kind of got back to us for the first time. Just a picture of chickens. Chickens. <laughs> of range chickens that were running wild. Yeah. When I, when I say he got back to us, it was very yeah, very minimal, but it was about three pictures of chickens, just the wild, you know, yes. in, in Hawaii, just chilling. And that's all he said. And, he, and corn dogs. He got some corn dogs, yes. too, apparently. Which I said Hawaii's known for. <laughs> known Famous for corn, for corn dogs. Famous for corn dogs yes, in Hawaii. Yes. So we have heard from Sip very, very minimally. Uh, we know he's liking the chickens out there, eating corn dogs, and he's with Raiola and Sip uh, and, and Sean, yeah. excuse me, out there. But 
that's all we have. That's all we got from Sip so far. How has the coverage been from uh, been, been from, from the Polynesian Bowl from Steve Sipple? I'd like to know if the Breakers, if you followed Sip and Sean out there, 402-464-5685, have you, your, your thoughts on the coverage. We The Breakers can let us know. They, they will be honest with us if it's been yeah. good or bad or in, yes. you know if they want more. I know they put out some videos. They've had some interviews with Dylan. They've, they've talked to Carter Nelson out there also, the you know who's who's in, in Hawaii for this. Um, so they are working. I can confirm they are working in some capacity in Hawaii. Nice. But uh, we'll let the breakers decide if, if they're happy with the coverage down there. I'd like to find out what the competition to go on. I, so I, let's get a hold of Steve Sipple, ASAP. We know that the coverage would yeah. be for sure yeah. great if they just got a simple throw-in by a, one yeah. Steve Sipple. It's all we need. It's all we need. I don't chit chat, Bill. What else? What else? What do you got? Today for us we today? were pretty amazed at what was going on downtown Lincoln with this. Um, what's, I, how do you even describe it? It would be like here. It, it'd be like a snow combine. It'd be like a Ooh. snow combine, and they were going down the streets here, and then right next to them, as they were driving, was a truck, and so they were basically just shooting. It'd be like it'd be like a combine mm-hmm. back in the day when a, when a truck would travel with you. Uh, right alongside of you, as it began, and you see the trucks going by right now. There's there's hundreds of them right now. Eight just went by us, and they are packed full of I'm snow. A, I'm going to show the view. If you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, well, look at this. I'm going to show you what we're looking at. See, there goes a truck full of snow. Full of snow. It's so, completely full of snow. So they're driving through all these all these areas to try to widen the roads. The one thing you'll notice right now that is very nerve wracking when you're driving down, just say it's 84th or whatever road that you're on, and it's a four lane, two lane on your side. It's very when you're driving next to a car, you're driving six inches away from them. Yep. Because the your the 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 the, the uh, road has been narrowed by the snow, and so it's it, it's very nerve wracking when you're driving. Also, that which happened today to me on O Street, which you know, it's okay, it happens. But several people have just chosen to take their half out of the middle, and so oh, they yeah. just drive right down the middle of a, and so you can't you, you can't be on either side of them, and it causes complete chaos. Yep. Complete chaos. Yeah, I think that's I, yeah. Every other driver you see is driving in the middle of the road. Yeah. You can't get by them. And I, I, I just can't still imagine that, that there's still icy intersections. And when you get onto, and when you get onto the uh, side streets, it is incredible sheet of ice still. And especially when you get a little bit of sunlight, glistens a little bit, mm-hmm. melts a little bit, and <laughs> refreezes. You're just asking for problems. And we're still, I think, we're still, I think, still a chance for a couple inches of snow coming. Yeah, they're, right? they're saying potentially one to three tomorrow. Really? More likely in the one range. So not, not much. But again, right now with the roads the way they are, that, that's not good. You don't want anything more on top of these right now because it's just causing problems, yes. causing issues. Sugar likes snow, so I'm okay with all the snow. She's okay with the cold weather, too. Doesn't phase her. I, I'm always we, curious with some dogs. Are different. We went for a walk last night. My wife even texts. He goes, do not go out very long because it's really cool. We went for our evening walk, which I'm going to hit on okay. during Bill's thrills. Okay, great. But uh, no, she just absolutely loves it. But And she, when, when we walk, she runs through the snow. So she's, and right now it's all, you know, it's it's 12 to 16 inches it's deep. deep. <laughs> so she has to jump through it and run through it and lays in it. And, and, and pause, fine. Mm-hmm. No issues there. Wow. It came up on something that she doesn't have an, uh, friends of ours we talked about, they have a golden retriever and they have more fur in their paw area. And so snow gets wedged in there. Uh, so I'm like that sugar does not get any snow wow, wedged that? in her paws whatsoever. So she's, yeah, she's, 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 she's like a polar bear. She's frolicking, yeah, having yeah. a good time. Very happy snow. with that. There, there it goes. Big truck of snow. There's been several out. So it's, 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 full it's, of it's snow. a snow combine. 
is what's going on down here. So it's very, it's very incredible. Very, very impressive. Yeah, yes. we, you pointed out, me and Josh, we were captivated. It, it was yeah. the, the trucks were they, driving down, going, going east here, yeah. 11th and 0, going, you know, going yeah. east. And there was, yeah, six vehicles there. Yeah. And one's just shooting all the yeah. snow into... It's like a giant, oh, giant... It's amazing. It's a quadruple giant snowblower, basically. And it's loading the snow. It's blowing the snow. It's loading the snow yep. to get rid of it. What it is, is an amazing production. It like, is. That's something where they're getting work done. But for me, the viewer watching it, I enjoyed it. And I would imagine also it's probably just wrapping up right now. They were probably going all night. This is probably a project that goes during the night. Yeah. This I, is I, not something that happens... Uh, during during the day when it's when too many it's too busy going on the the crews have been working uh many 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 hours since friday it's been it's been a long long process we know that uh you know all over the state you know people still are struggling to get home and it's, yeah. this, this is a friday storm it's it's wednesday today are you, are your um uh, are, are elizabeth's parents yes home yet? my mother-in-law did make it back now this is funny you'll appreciate this she she drove from sioux city to crofton but roads in the country are yeah. still closed, so my father-in-law had to take the tractor into town to pick her yeah. up. She leaves the car in Crofton. Yeah, yeah. He he takes her home in, in the, the tractor because the roads are still not plowed in the country. That's that's great. So people. got back to Crofton, but he had to get a little more help to get home. Awesome. So she's back uh, and and did a lot of shoveling. I'm I'm told yesterday on the farm. So that's that's the update there. Um, all right. By the way, I don't want to miss anything. YouTube chatters, I see it today. They're, they're trying to get my attention because they think they think I ignore them. I don't. That's not true. It is not, not intentional. True. It's not intentional. Will Fiddle says, "Good morning, Will lost." Will Fiddle. He says, "Good morning, lost tribe of YouTube breakers, yeah. ignored, mocked, vilified, <laughs> and disregarded by Jake." No, mocked. I'm here. We've never mocked. You ever mocked him? I don't, I don't mock think. anybody. Sometimes we sometimes we mock the people on Twitch. A we do, bit. yeah, on Twitch, we, yeah. We, we, yes. And I don't see anybody, I mean, it shows where they comment from, mostly YouTube and Facebook on this. I don't ever see a Twitch person. If you're on Twitch, please chime in. Let me know you You'd exist. be our new favorite. Yeah. If we have one Twitch person, we'd love yeah, to know Jeremy about that. Jeremy on Twitch over yes, here. I would love to, I'd love to know that. Yes. No, I'm not mocking anybody. I, I yes. see you. And by the way, we got Thomas from the Philippines listening this nice. morning. What time is it there, Thomas? Yeah, Tom, I, I'm always you interested. You want to guess? I'm interested. I have no, I have no idea. No, I'm not. I, I don't okay. know. I'm going to put out a dumb guess. I'm going to say um, 8 p.m. Yeah, I have no idea. 14 hours difference. Yeah, I, I gotta, I, that could be the dumbest yeah. guess in the history of the world. Yeah. And you can say it. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 8, 11 I'm p.m. Gonna, we're just going to go with what you have. I'm okay. going to stick with All right, you. Phil, let us know, Thomas, what time it is in the Philippines. All right, Bill, before we get out of idle chit chat, I got a, a trivia question for you. Oh, you know, I love trivia. You were not I love prepared. Game you were not prepared, but I, th I think you'll get this right. I'm going to give you three quick questions. All right. Is a simple inside or outside, okay? Do the Buffalo Bills play inside or outside? Outside. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Mm. Well, okay, I'll give you the ding there for that. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. okay thank okay. you. Do the Green Bay Packers play inside or outside? Outside. Two. Brilliant. Your third question. This. Do the Detroit Lions play inside or outside? Inside. Yes. Brilliant. We have a reporter that was talking to Todd Bowles, whose Buccaneers of Tampa Bay are going to Detroit this weekend. So I had a question on this. Okay. Was the reporter trying to, like, get him to say something dumb? Or like, by trying to, was he was the reporter, like, trying to trick Coach Bowles? Because that, that's what it sounded like, almost like, I'm going to see if he, if he takes this and says something dumb. And then, obviously, he was brilliant yes. in it, but... Or was the reporter just that unaware? I, I'm going to go with the latter. 
on that one that unaware and let we let, let the breakers decide i'm gonna play here's the question i was taken back by it. my first thought was i thought it was someone making a very um uh, bad move or trying to see if they could get a coach to say something dumb i and obviously coach didn't did a great job but it was i i my, what would i text you is this real? And I, is I've, this I've, AI? I have is checked this, a lot of yeah. places to confirm this is not fake. It's real. Real news. Well, run here, it, Jake. Here's the sad part before this. No one, there's been no identification of the reporter. Like they're, they're trying to keep this reporter's name hidden so it doesn't get out there to embarrass her. Okay. Here's the question to Todd Bowles about the game this weekend in Detroit. In Detroit. Minus seven. Tampa Bay Bucks head coach. Here we go. Coach, you, you. Uh, looking forward towards um, Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we tend to talk to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. <laughs> I don't um, No. Nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus, going under the thing, so we'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bill asked the question, was that, was she just trying to get him to say something stupid, or is she just that uninformed about the situation? I'm telling you, that seemed like a legitimate question. She thought the game was outside. It sure seems like it, because it, it was in-depth. It was it, it was very in depth question. Frigid temperatures. So I don't know if we've seen some like, games outside. It appears maybe maybe potentially if a, a new reporter is all of a sudden is like, okay, what's going? What, what, look for an angle. What do we got going on for a story here? Let's check the weather in Detroit. Okay, Let's check yeah, it. I'll, I'll, ask, I'll ask Todd about that one. Uh, ma'am, the yeah. game's inside. We're not concerned about the weather as long as we get to Detroit. Everything's good. I just I would love to have been <laughs> someone else. I'd love to have been Steve Sipple. Uh, sitting in in the in the he's just uh, the in, slow in, turn like the slow turn exactly <laughs> like did this just happen did this just happen but I did it took me back at first like were they trying to get like coach to say something you know but I I, I was I was mesmerized by it. I didn't think it was real I didn't think it was real and, and I think I'm glad that you thought that because it, it's so bad that your first response should be that can't be real yes but she kept going and going and trying to dig it, it was very clear the angle. Made it clear this was not a one. No, this is this was a well thought out question. Yes, and he's like, you know, we they play in a dome. They play in a dome. <laughs> I thought Todd handled it very well. He could have said yeah. next question. That's dumb. He said no. I mean, I'll I'll answer this, but no, we're not concerned. We got twenty seconds going from outside to inside. We get yes. off the bus to the dome. Yes, I guess if we're concerned about twenty seconds, then we have bigger problems mm-hmm. than a football game. Our team is mm-hmm. not very tough. Apparently, that's the case. Um, so there, there you go. I'm glad you got trivia questions right. You were three for three. Thank you. I, I felt very confident in your ability to get that. I did. I felt good about those two. So I think I, I, I could get every team. I think. You think so? All 32. I think you probably would. I think I get 32. Yeah, pretty, whether inside or outside, that's not, not that hard. Not overly tough there. Uh, someone says, um, "Dumb question by an uninformed reporter." It, it appears that way. It appears that way. You know, they always say the the common line, Bill, is there's, there's no such thing as a, a dumb, dumb question. question. Uh, there is, though. There, there we is, just heard it. We just heard a dumb question asked. And yeah. Todd Bowles, just, you know, he had to say what he said. The game's inside. Yeah, he, he, did, he did a tremendous job of just, like I said, I don't know how he didn't just bust out laughing or say something more. Uh, but no, he was, he's, he's actually very respectful towards the reporter 
of like, okay, there's been a giant error made here, and I'm not going to make a a a you know a, a public fool out of someone. Brass you know, we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. Um, no, no, nope. nothing planned. We're, <laughs> we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds, getting off the bus, going under the thing. So we'll be okay. Oh, thank you for that. That we need, we, we need a lot of you know, we need some light moments sometimes when it comes yes. to press conferences. So I appreciate Todd Bowles for his answer. I don't appreciate the question asked by the reporter, but I'm glad he answered it and didn't just laugh and say. I'll be honest Next. with you, it's one of those cases where you're definitely not upset with the reporter. You definitely feel feel bad for the person. And because it was just like they, they they obviously went through something. They were like, I've got an angle here. I want to be able to ask about this. And this weather has been a big situation throughout the country. And then then this. Uh, this is a great comment from East Lincoln West. Loyal Breaker. Stopped by your house recently, too. Yes. He big said, assistance. He's, West says, can you imagine if that question was asked to Bill Belichick like that? <laughs> that would be awesome. Wait, Anybody would be we're awesome. Indoors. Next question. <laughs> I mean, he just it'd be so up. good. I mean, we're playing inside. Be, be and it awesome. stops. And he just stops. Be no, be nothing at all. Yeah. Uh, someone else says, who is, which is worst? Uh, okay, this is something you've, I'll bring this up right now. Um, who is dumber? That reporter or Jim Harbaugh asking for immunity from the NCAA in a new contract? We discussed this off air this we did. morning. Uh, here's what I'm going to say right away with the contract conversations with Coach Harbaugh is there's been these the, the stories out that he wants immunity from any violations that he couldn't be fired from or fired with cause and no payment. Kim? Do we know that? Do we actually know that that is in the con that he has asked that? That's what we don't we don't know where no. that where that truth is at. Uh, that might be some sort of speculation from somewhere. We have no idea if that's 100% factual or not. But eventually, the, the terms of the contract will be made public mm-hmm. uh, when that happens. So, uh, if let's just say, you know, because I have a hard time believing that that someone has this access, and then now it's 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 known worldwide. Say it is. That would be a remarkable thing to have, and I just don't see anyone at any university putting down in paper that if if you did something <laughs> that is a fireball offense. That we would not you're fire. Immune. You're immune to it. I, that doesn't. I don't think any. And I'm just not talking about Michigan in the situation. I'd be, I I can't imagine anywhere that being uh, a code of conduct uh, that that would uh, that that would happen. This again, though, Bill goes back to again whether it's real or not. If it, you know, if it's put in there, this if it is true, this is just again Jim Harbaugh lives in a different reality than all of us. It, he doesn't live in the same world as us. It, he's a different person he's like an alien living in this, these parts yeah, i mean come on put just put in the contract i can't get fired for anything i got immunity here no matter what it'd be fun to i i, I would love to, to to be around him because i said because he's he's also one of the most brilliant football coaches of our time he, he is he, I he know really about is that. because of you said you go through the history of we said on the show several times of what he did as a player and then i know people that coached with him in the nfl when he was with the Raiders, they absolutely loved him. Then he wins at University of San Diego, non-scholarship. Mm-hmm. He wins at Stanford, wins 12 games there, wins the Pac-12. That's when USC was rolling. Pete Carroll was still there. Pete Carroll was still at USC. So it wasn't like, well, yeah, Pete had left and, and USC dropped it. Pete was still at USC when this happened. And so he takes, so he does that. Then he goes to four, three NFC championship games and goes to the Super Bowl. Okay, goes from there. To Michigan and, and went to three straight playoff appearances right. in a national championship. 
So anytime you do it at multiple places, that's the part that always jumps out the most. That's where the Lance Leopolds and mm-hmm. the DeBoers and the different people, it's like, hey, that, that jumps out. The, when people go different places and do a very good job. Urban Meyer was very successful at Bowling Green, very successful at Utah, extremely successful at Florida, extremely successful at at Ohio State. So, yes, he had to stop in the NFL, but I never put the NFL in the same because you, you can just be dealt a deck that you can't, you have no chance at in the NFL. It's like nothing you can do uh, with that. But anyway, those coaches are the ones that really always impress me a lot. And trust me, I'm impressed with someone that comes to a place and is able to keep it steady forever, too, like a, like a Tom Osborne did. Yep. Came here, didn't go anyplace else, was assistant coach here, took over the program, and then held it together. That also falls into the to the ridiculous when you can hold something together for so long. Yep. That also falls into one of those very, very unique situations to be able to get done. Uh, we know regarding Jim Harbaugh, because uh, it's official from both sources, that he did interview with the Chargers on Monday, and the Falcons reported that he did interview with them yesterday. So It must be an NFL rule that have you to have to report who was interviewing. And just think how brilliant that would be to have that in college. It would be incredible to say, like when it went to um, uh, Alabama's now open, and they would say that we we met with uh, we 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 met with Jimbo Fisher yep. today. Tomorrow we will be meeting uh, with, uh, uh, with name you know Coach A, whoever that would yep. be. And then also we're going to talk to Kellen DeBoer. And we're talking so that would be a, imagine that drama. I, that'd be awesome. Now where it's so different, and that's where it, when you start talking about things, they eventually will get to the model that is more adult. And the more adult model is the NFL with certain things like this, with being just saying, you can't poach somebody else's coach when they're under contract. You can't do that. And now you can do that in college. And it's 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 great for some things. And I've been on, because of those rules, I've been on the good side of things. <laughs> I've had good things happen in my life because this exact thing happened to a coach I was attached to. So it worked out very well for me. But eventually, when someone's under in the NFL, they're under contract. The only the only option you have is you can trade them. Yep, you can yep. trade your coach. Yep. But when they're under contract, they're under contract. That was the one one time that I had a chance to sit down and visit with a one on one with uh, with Coach Saban. And this was during the time when he would go back to the NFL. He'd already had great success. He already started his success run at Alabama. Would ever go back to the NFL? And the one of the things that he mentioned to me that that it was so he goes, Bill, it's so difficult that you get one first round draft pick a year that's it one and he goes you know obviously at Alabama I can get a lot of very good players here but the biggest thing was when I go to put together my staff I don't get to hire who I want to hire because if they're under contract with someone else you can't hire them <laughs> it's it's you're, you're not hireable and so it's so sometimes you start with it with a B team staff or not a staff you uh, initially want but, but <clears throat> until college football gets that straight uh, when when someone can leave during the season I mean, this thing about this, there's bowl games played with the new coach on the sideline. That's weird. I mean, Luke Fickle was doing that last yeah, year. I, I know. I don't think he was coaching, but he was involved. He had a headset on. He was listening to the game by the coaches, and and he was coaching at, at a different school three weeks earlier. <laughs> it's, weird. it's just weird. I mean, I mean it, that would be that would be like like right now, Green Bay. All of a sudden, uh, they they fire their coach, Matt Lafleur. Yep. They, they fire him. And they and they bring back uh, uh and they and they uh, uh, poach the uh, coach from uh, uh, the Cowboys because Mike he won the Super Bowl, brought him in, and now you're the new head coach. Yep. Imagine that mayhem. 
That'd be odd. But it can happen in college football. Yep. It, it can absolutely we, happen. We just embrace there's a lot of weird right now yeah. until, in college football. Like said, I'll repeat it again for people that didn't hear it before. Until you get off of this semester system, it's never going to work. And the semester system, we have to have this all done by the semester. That's not the case. Until they allow players to be, okay, I've transferred, and then I'm just not in school this semester, that's okay. Because until you put a stop to new coaches being hired while season is still going on, it should be real simple. You, you, always, you always hear about uh, what they call it, Black Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, when everyone gets fired like that. That's when so they, they Black fire Monday. Some, Monday, sorry, Monday is like one day <laughs> Monday off. Is, one day off. Get fired the same yeah. day as the, the game. Same day. Black that, that, Monday it could happen. You're but, close. But uh, point being is that yes, yeah, some people get let go, but that's when things happen. And then also they don't. If if, if someone gets let go, there's just someone promoted from within. To, to handle the rest of it till it gets it's time to but the time frame and then how the portal works and then the recruiting calendar numerous teams last year had bowl games on signing day what do you think about that on the actual day they yeah. had bowl game on imagine being imagine being in a bowl game and you're up at five in the morning you're and you have a team meeting at eight for your bowl game but you're trying to get all of your facts not faxes but whatever information in that who is signed that makes zero sense I mean, absolutely no sense at all, and yet no one will really jump into it because here's the problem. There's not a commissioner. Nope. There's not a commissioner. There's Everyone's pulling their separate way, and so no one's and no one's coming together uh, with what's going on, and so it's always, that's why there's not one voice to be, this is how we're going to do things, and if you have, the, once you get to that, once you ever get to that, and that's why you hope. Are we getting closer to that? I don't. Are we even getting closer? No, to right that? now you don't hear. It doesn't any, feel that way. No, you, right now it's there's been massive. They, they put the early signing date in, which I mean, for myself as an assistant coach, I was ecstatic. I mean, that I was so pumped for that because you have any idea that the amount of of work you put in this time of year to make sure you hold your recruit to sign. When before it'd be like, no, it's December fifteenth. You're in or out. And if they didn't sign, you just kind of moved on from them. Like, oh, no, coach, I'm still in. Sign today. And so ha- having them sign early took away all of that stress of that. And so that was, as an assistant coach, you were so pumped. If you had if you had four or five recruits and they were all signed, your work, like that the, that part of it was done. You weren't going to lose the recruit. And so that part, was I enjoyed that. But the time doesn't add up now with what else is going on. It really doesn't. The teams that are that are in uh, New Year's Six or the playoffs doesn't affect you a lot because I'm, that day of, of uh, signing day, you know, we were always it was a dead period, and we were in the office, and our bowl games were all after that. We had practice that day, mm-hmm. but now there's other games. But it doesn't add up. The times don't add up. Nothing makes sense. On and also with like I said, and they have all this thing. Well, you have to make our changes with our coaches because of the portal and what's getting done with that. Until so, so until someone oversees all of it, and that's where you hope a Nick Saban can step in and be the voice of of, of what is done. But no one's ever going to agree to everything because the money's not the same. Nope, that's the problem. The it's, money's not the same. Money differences. Big Ten SEC money is not Big Twelve money. Nope. And so that's kind of like we're we'll make the decisions for ourselves because we're doing extremely well. We answer to us, and we answer to us only. As those just as imagine those the difference of money. That the big, I don't know what the SEC is, but the Big Ten renegotiates their TV contract again before the ACC does in 3034. 
I mean, maybe 20, 34, 34. That'd be Something, crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, some sort of 30s. It might, might be 37, yeah, honestly. I think it might be 20, 37. It's just, it's, but anyway, my point is that the, the, the Big Ten will, will renegotiate, which means they're going to probably double their salary again. That's why the ACC, that's why Florida State has sued to get out of the conference because they're going to be so far behind. They're, they're so far behind state, right yeah. now. They're so far behind with, uh, with the media rights. Uh, that is extended, very extended idle chit chat. Uh, sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care. Call or text 402 440 6297 to get ahead for fertilizing for this year. Andrew and the squad at Newton's Lawn Care. Again, call or text 402 440 6297 today. Uh, before we get to break, there was some news yesterday for Nebraska football. And we will, we will have Mike Schaefer here tomorrow but to give, give us more info on this. He's, Schaefer will have he's an in. insider. We would talk to yeah. Sean, but Sean is it's 2 a.m. in Hawaii, so we won't talk to Sean today. Yeah. We have no Sean Callahan. Um, but Nebraska did hire Glenn Thomas to be the quarterback's coach for Matt Rule's staff offensively. Now, they have experience together. They uh, Glenn Thomas was under Matt Rule at Temple from 2015 to 2016, at Baylor from 17 to 19, uh, then he went on his own, went to UNLV from 2020 to 2021 as the offensive coordinator. Then Arizona State as their OC in 2022. And this past year, he's with the Pittsburgh Steelers as an offensive assistant. But Glenn Thomas is Nebraska's new quarterbacks coach. Marcus Satterfield, still the OC, now going to help out with the tight ends room. Uh, but Glenn Thomas is the guy for Nebraska. Uh, he, at Arizona State in this one year there, uh, Trenton... Bourget, I want to say, kind of a French name there. Yeah, I I, I read the name. I think you, I think you, t- you I might know, have misspelled shot it. something up. But no, but I, I didn't I didn't recognize it. I didn't I, I didn't have any I didn't knowledge. Either. And so that was in twenty one. So I have no knowledge. In twenty twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah, you have no knowledge of that uh, of that quarter. What was Arizona State's record in that year? Yeah, they weren't great. They weren't great. great. They but weren't anyway, great. but I have no idea. I, I didn't know the name. Apparently, yeah. The, uh, this is from Mitch Sherman of the Athletic, who broke the story on Glenn yeah. Thomas. Shout out to Mitch nice, Sherman. Nice job, Mitch. Nice job, Mitch. Um, Mitch Appar- did an incredible job. And in his one year at Arizona State, uh, Glenn Thomas, I guess, led Trenton Bourget to break the school's all-time completion percentage record at 71.4% passing. Good. So we we don't have a ton of info beyond that on Glenn Thomas. Again, that's what where Schaefer will, will give us more info tomorrow on him. But certainly he has been around. He's been with Matt Rule now a couple times. So that's a familiar face that Rule can at least trust. It's always it, it is that is something that when you have someone that you in your mind you feel very very confident about and you've been together yep that's a lot and so it's like when people always ask me questions about coaches my first statement is if I if I have never been in the room with them I, I make no comment probably if, smart. I, if I've not worked with them and they're like hey you think this like, like someone like this if somebody asked me this this is a good hire no idea <laughs> no, no never been in the room with them. Uh, if that, what do you think about so and so? If I've worked with them, I would have a. I may keep things to myself, but sure. I, I would have a very knowledgeable uh, conversation about what I feel about about their competency or where they're at. But when you haven't been in the room, when people don't know that, so that's also a big thing when when someone is being hired when they've been in the room with them before, so they have all those all those situations. And now I think obviously the magnitude of this fan base here. And so I've always said that the head coach of, of the University of Nebraska is making decisions way bigger uh, than than just for the just for the university, just for the football program. Yeah, it's for the it, the decisions that are made for by the University of Nebraska are different than made by the University of Miami. Is it fair? Now this could be an assumption, a wrong assumption. Is it fair to assume that this would end speculation on Dana Holgerson? 
possibly coming to Nebraska. We haven't heard much in the last week on that. Yeah, I, he still may come as, a, as an it, analyst. Yeah, could just be an analyst and an off yeah. the field person that is that is doing nothing. That has seemed to have went very cold. It's kind of quiet. I've not I've not heard anything about that. Maybe just maybe just up here and looking for homes during this weather. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what what uh, hey, what it's did a it. negative ten. I'm 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 not going to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go back to Houston. You go back to Houston. chill for a while. Still, I'm sure I'm sure he's still getting paid some money there. But no, it, but you haven't heard anything about that. No. Nope. But again, the the hire is always good if if you feel confident, and obviously uh, Coach Rule does, and you've worked with the person before. That allows you a lot of a, a lot of comfort when you know what's going on in the room, and it sounds like it's created a better mix having a true quarterback coach. From what I was told, and I don't know this, because I'm not in the room again. Right. That Satterfield was not a quarterback coach per se. He's a coordinator maybe not a quarterback coach. And so when that change is made, usually what happens with that, uh, the different places that I've been at LSU, uh, Steve Ensminger, who's probably, you know, between him and Andy Love, were the two best coordinators I've ever worked with. And and Steve was able to have, he was a tight end coach. And, but the graduate assistant who, who now is coaching in the NFL was that good of a coach. So he could run, uh, he could do a lot of things to, to allow Steve as a coordinator to see everything. And so he wasn't just with the tight ends during individual. He could be with the quarterbacks, receivers, whatever it was going on. So that's probably an advantage right now. That I, I now again, I have no idea, but there's probably going to be a very heavily involved uh, graduate assistant who can hmm. coach on the field and run meetings in that tight end room, which will allow uh, Satterfield a chance to be able to do see more things overall than being just locked into that spot. And so it allows him to even even be in other meetings at times. He can go into the running back room. He can go into the old line room. Whatever it is, allows you different things. If you're coaching the quarterback, you're not going room to room. No, you've got your you got to have your job to have to get taken care of. So again, Glenn Thomas, the new addition to the staff, quarterbacks coach for Matt Rule. Previous experience with with Rule at uh, Temple and Baylor before I did some other places uh, again at uh, UNLV, Arizona State, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. But Glenn Thomas, the guy, we'll get more from Mike Schaefer on that tomorrow when he's here in the studio. Can't wait to have Schaefer in here. When we come back, hey, Nebraska basketball is back in action tonight at Rutgers Piscataway. We'll talk that, about that next in early break in the ticket.